someone's having a lot of fun with their horn. I can't believe that. Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Propane Business Podcast. Uh, I tried doing these when we were recording uh, more of the fitness podcast, which incidentally, um, if you follow that and you're thinking, God, where are Johnny and Yusuf? Like, why have they not posted a podcast in months? We are working on it. We will be back on the podcast bandwagon very, very soon. Um, we've been shifting some priorities around in the business, making some changes, but um, more stuff, more cool stuff on its way. Um, but yeah, so when I was recording more fitness podcasts, I started uh, basically making use of my morning walk to um, one of many coffee shops that I work in, which I suppose is um, in and of itself uh, a topic for this podcast. Um, but hopefully the audio is okay. If uh, I suppose if you are listening to this, it means that I have made a call that it is okay. Um, but basically I'm walking using some wired headphones because AirPods don't really pick up the sound very well. Um, and personally, I really like listening to podcasts that are more like, chat, conversational um, from people that I listen to or follow. So hopefully you think the same thing. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, I'll cover... We get a lot of questions about like day in the life of an online coach, that sort of thing. What it's actually like to do that. Um, how I manage my time. Because realistically, working for yourself, especially when it comes to um, working for yourself online, because there's no office to go to, right? There's no, no one to check in with you. Um, it can be a bit difficult, to be honest. It can be... Um, tough to set deadlines and boundaries for yourself so that you don't just spend all day achieving nothing um, or probably even worse than that is that you spend um, you spend all day working on like the wrong stuff right like you spend all morning doing something that either could have been done by somebody else for 10 quid or uh, stuff that just didn't need to be done at all probably the biggest mistake you can make in your business is to spend time doing things well that didn't need to be done in the first place so that's not the point of today's god i'm getting out of breath it's bad fitness coach out of breath while walking it is difficult to continuously talk though while walking without sounding out of breath um how's that for a rambly opening um so yeah i have just moved house over the past two weeks and if you've ever moved house, which I, most people have, but if you've ever moved house, you'll know how much of a total overhaul that is, right? It completely picks your life apart. And I'm still at the stage now where, like, I go to 
get a book or something to reference or like the charger for my phone and then I'm like oh where's that gone I'm still kind of just unpicking that but um, this last weekend my girlfriend was away uh, so I had like some just some time to just sit and do nothing (laughs) um, completely to myself which uh, you know is nice sometimes Um, time to watch a film that like doesn't have to be something we both want to watch right it can just be whatever I want to watch so I picked a film that I've seen probably I mean it's going to be at least 10 times realistically (laughs) probably way more than that Um, but it's The Wolf of Wall Street right and anybody into business will like that film and I know it's uh, has its um, non-PG moments in it, <laughs> and it, a lot of it isn't legal. But it's still, if if you run your own business, right, or like you are at all in in intending to run your own business, you will find it motivational and aspirational watching someone else build and grow their own business. Right, it's just cool to see and cool to watch. Um, and that's basically what happens in the Wolf of Wall Street. Right, and I've watched this film, like I say, ten plus times, and every time, like you focus on, you know, the cool storyline, um, how ridiculous Jordan Belfort's lifestyle becomes. You sat, they sit there thinking, like, surely that part can't be true, all that sort of stuff, right? Um, and obviously, it's a funny take, a funny spin, and probably an exaggeration on something that actually did happen. Like Jordan Belfort, I get targeted by his Facebook ads nearly every day. Um, with like the new courses and new stuff that he's promoting but it occurred to me right so like this guy obviously makes a lot of money in the film okay I think the opening line is like he made um, 51 million or something and it pissed him off because it was just shy of a million a week right he he makes an insane amount of money and I know that it's not legal in the way that he does that but that's kind of the that well I suppose it's a grey area really I don't know much about the specifics of what he was actually doing i know he was selling like i think low price stocks to people um i'm not clear on exactly what he did wrong but clearly something right um but he makes an awful lot of money for him for his friends for his firm and spends a lot of it as well and he he's attained this like position of fame as a result of that and now even more impressively right even after a film has been made about him that kind of paints, paints him in a bad light. He's still held in this really high regard and is able to actually have a career speaking, which is amazing, really, when you think about it. But when I watched the film at the weekend, the thing that occurred to me was like, the only reason that any of this has happened, the only reason that I'm getting targeted with his Facebook ads is because Jordan has the ability to sell. Right, that's it, really. When you think about it, if he, let's say, he was a terrible salesman, there would have been no success. There would have been no story. There'd have been no film about him. There'd have been nothing. Right, and it kind of like Jordan now is well known, really, for his sales ability, and he has sales training um, that is actually supposed. I mean, I've never done it myself, but supposed to be of a really high standard. Um, And if you like really watch the film like there's parts where you know he covers i mean he, he takes someone he cold calls someone and sells them something that they actually don't want <laughs> right they say no to something now i don't really agree with that as a as a method of sale 
especially for like a business that you really care about the brand of um i think there should be an aspect of attraction in your marketing so that you know by the time you do speak to somebody they have a genuine desire and interest to work with you in some capacity because obviously without that you are basically just manipulating someone to give you money and that while that is still technically sales it's also not very honest okay but that aside it is a hell of a skill to be able to sell something right and not many people if you just ask your friends not many people have sold something to somebody before it's a you're convincing someone of value convincing someone to make a decision especially convincing someone to part with money and give it to you is it a difficult thing to do but it is pretty much the thing that separates success from failure okay because in your business right now whether you are offline online thinking about doing this right at some point you're going to have to generate a sale from some, from somewhere from someone you're going to have to take money from someone in exchange for a service if you can't do that you don't have a business okay without revenue without cash without clients you don't have a business i don't care how you feel about sales how you feel about money whether you'd rather just make content all day that is the simple fact okay it comes down to that and what separates very successful businesses from not very successful businesses really is the ability to sell the product someone's having a lot of fun with their horn i can't believe that <laughs> i'm just watching the person in the car <laughs> weird um yeah it's it's down to your ability to sell the product that you have right now, obviously, your product can be good or bad, and ideally, you're selling a good product that can really impact people's lives. But assuming you have that, it's a sales ability. And here's where, when you, when you, like, I'm sat there, like, watching this film, realizing that, like, Jordan was able to do that because of his sales ability. And what's even more interesting is his ability to sell created fame for him, created worldwide fame, so much so that there's a film made about him, right? But if you look at the fitness industry, everybody is doing the polar opposite to that, right? Everybody assumes that to make money, they need to be famous or to make more sales, they need a bigger following, right? So what everyone is chasing is engagement, followers, more clicks, more comments, more likes, more shares, right? Because they assume that what will follow is DMs sign up for, for their program and we see this sort of like circle jerk situation where someone who has 50,000 followers in the fitness industry who's well known because they spoke at a fitness conference where personal trainers were there right they tag someone else who's very similar and they all appear on each other's podcasts and they all tag each other and make best of lists about their content right it's just this big sort of massage fest where everyone just talks about each other's stuff right because they all want success but or that rather they all want fame okay actually more often than not it's the other way around okay so consider the people who are like legitimately doing really well in any industry yes they're well known but they weren't well known before they had success right or they didn't create success as a result of being well known most of the time right most of the time what what happens i suppose it t that is that model is like an influencer situation so someone goes on love island or whatever big brother back in the day get a million followers and then 
they, because they have nothing to sell, they sell other people's stuff. They use that position of authority. They sell other people's stuff to that following, right? As a business owner, that isn't what you want to do. You don't want to get a, a large following for the wrong reasons, right? Because having a large following that is just a large following for the sake of it is often pretty difficult to sell stuff to, right? Unless you're selling jeans or a protein shaker or a water bottle, right? You want a following to follow you because you are successful. So here's what we do. Here's how we create this, right? Every follower we have, every um, invitation we've had to appear on a podcast, every time someone stops us in the street and says, hey, you know, do you want to eat new stuff from Brobin Fitness? Which doesn't, ha- doesn't happen that often, right? But it does happen, weirdly. Um, it come, it's come from our ability to sell our programs. That's it. Because if we didn't, if we weren't able to sell our programs, right, we'd have still been stuck with £100 of my money and £100 of useless money in the business bank account. We'd have been stuck with no clients. We'd have been stuck with a crap website because we had no money to reinvest. We'd have been stuck with no podcast platform because we can't afford to host it. It all hinges on your ability to get clients in the door and that hinges on your ability to sell. All right, so if you aren't learning that, what are you doing, frankly? Okay, the thing that I see that is like baffling to me is that people are investing thousands and thousands in like online nutrition certifications, right? Or additional like continued professional development as PTs, but they don't know how to get, get clients, right? They don't know how to sell their services, they don't know anything about marketing, right? You probably know, I'd have you consider, you probably know everything you need to know to get your target market a fitness result if you're listening to this podcast okay but probably what you don't know is how to actually get that client to pay you so that's where your focus should be go away and learn that right don't don't just focus on skills for skills sake acquire the right skills to fix fix the right blockage in your program all right that's it i'll do another one of these episodes next time i'm walking hopefully you like it let me know your thoughts if you'd like to learn more about how you can get more stuff from us, get more content from us, just send us an email, admin at propitandfitness.com. Just say, hey, Johnny, listen to the podcast, keen for some more content, or if you want to have a chat on the phone, whatever, just let me know. All right, we'll speak soon.